It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, what's going on, Giants fans? Welcome to the latest episode of our Talk is Cheap Giants podcast. It's Friday morning, May the 12th right now. Daryl Slater here uh, with Bob Brookover. Of course, we're uh, from NJ Advanced Media, the star ledger, NJ.com. Appreciate everybody uh, joining us. Uh, and we are just going to go through the schedule. Obviously, the schedule was released last night, Thursday, May the 11th. And um, that's really what this will be. Um, and we'll just go through it. And just a quick overview, I think, uh, just right off the top. Um this is a tough schedule, and I, and we knew that we knew that going in because you know if you look at the if you look at the strength of schedule um, based on you know how it how it looked going in, um, actually wrote something about this uh, beforehand, uh, and 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 this is like before they we even knew the order of the games. The Giants are tied for the fourth toughest strength of schedule. That's just based on like last teams last year's records of like the opponents. Okay, so that's kind of a little bit skewed. But then if you go and look at Pro Football Focus's post-draft power rankings, the Giants have to play, uh, of course, they have 17 games, and eight of those games are against teams in the top 11 of the power rankings, and five of those eight are are on the road. Um, so, And then Jets, they get the Jets uh, at, at home. Uh, but there'll be some Jets fans there, of course. So no matter how you slice it, this is a tough schedule. Uh, just broad strokes. The Giants have six of their first 10, not not seven of their first 10. There was a schedule that leaked yesterday that was wrong. I have no idea how that happens, but it happened. Uh, so there was all these posts written about how the Giants had seven of their first 10 games on the road. That's not true. They have six of their first 10 games on the road, which is also hard. And it's seven of their first 11 on the road, which, again, is hard, but it's not seven of their first 10. And we're, we're on the West Coast, too. Yes, and, and we'll go through it game by game, but there's the the, the first – stretch is very tough. I mean, this is a team, I mean, the Giants, the Giants play nine road games this year. That's an un, part of the deal with the unbalanced schedule, but seven of those first seven of those nine road games come in the first 11 games. And the team, the Giants don't have a bye week to week 13, which is the Sunday, December 3rd. So those are my takeaways that a schedule that looked hard to begin with looks almost harder. And so we'll go through the game by game picks, but like, man, I don't know. I initially thought 10 wins and, but We'll we'll go through it and see how it shakes out, Bob. What did you think of of of, of this schedule? Yeah, I mean, I the the thing that jumps out at me, and I had written about this a little bit beforehand, is you knew the Giants were going to have a lot more prime time last year. They were scheduled for one prime time game um, when the, the original schedule came out. Then they were flexed to, to one later in in Washington when um, it was apparent that it, that game had big playoff implications. But this this year they have what five right five five primetime uh, games, four in the first 
um, six weeks, five total, and then they have some, you know, and then they, and then you include a standalone game, which is the the Eagles versus Giants on Christmas Christmas Day. Um, so they're, they're going to get a lot of national attention this year, uh, but it is a really tough schedule early on. Um, you know, they get through those first ten games. They get through those first ten games like five and five. Um, you can look at the rest of the schedule and see how they could go 10 and seven, but you, you really need to be six and four uh, because you get, you're going to have the Eagles twice late, but the the schedule schedule definitely softens after the November 12th game in Dallas. Um, After that, you go to Washington, which I, I I think we're both assuming that with Sam, how the, you know, maybe they get another quarterback before then, but it was Sam Howe that the commanders aren't going to be very good. Um, the Giants at home against the Patriots. You know Brian Dable is going to win that game, want to win that game. Um, you know, the Packers are not going to be good. The Saints shouldn't be good, uh, although they're always tough in that dome. Um, then you got at Eagles, Rams who shouldn't be that good, and then Eagles again in a game that may not mean anything for one of those teams, maybe both of them. For sure. And, uh, you know, look, I don't think, um, and again, we'll, we'll start at the beginning and go through it all the game by game um, and do some, some just very quick win loss picks, but I don't, you know, I don't necessarily overlook the week 11 game in Washington. It'll be the giants third straight road game. And they go to Vegas, to Dallas, to Washington. Granted, it's a quicker trip to Washington. Washington is not that good. Uh, but that'll be the Giants' third straight road game and seventh in the first 11 games. So an absolutely grueling and brutal gauntlet to start the season, especially there to start November in the first three Sundays in November when teams start to get beaten up. So I don't, I don't think you can necessarily overlook uh, the Washington game. And, and kind of to that, to that end, um, it, we have a, I have a post up on the site, nj.com slash Giants, where you can find all our stuff, where I rank the games from easiest to hardest. And initially I had at Commanders, I just did it real quick and then I re- re re um, uh, shuffled it based on talking to just some other writers. I was like, how does this look? And a couple guys said like, dude, you got to move the commanders game up harder because um, so I, I actually had that commanders game easier um, than the Packers home game on Monday, on, on, on a Monday night and easier than the Patriots home game. I moved that up ahead of those games, honestly, even though the commanders right. probably not as good as the Packers, probably not as good as the Patriots, but, because of the placement on the schedule, I think that that elevates that week 11 game at the commanders. Um, it's not the number one game hardest on the schedule. Uh, at least in my opinion, I have it at what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I mean, I have it as the 10th hardest game. So it's, it's, right. but anyway, well, let, so let's go, let's like start at the top, obviously. So preseason wise, the giants go into Detroit for preseason week one. They're going to do joint practices, right? With the lions. Yes. So unfortunately, like from a fan perspective, we're talking to you guys as fans that will cut into uh, your ability to come see the Giants uh, unless you want to go to Detroit. And uh, yeah, that happened a couple of years ago during the when they had joint practice with the Browns and Joe Judges last year and they went to Cleveland. So those the, all the preseason games are TBD in terms of the, the actual dates of them. So at Detroit and then they go versus Carolina and versus the Jets, two home games to end the preseason. They open the season September 10th at home, Sunday night, the first Sunday night game of the year against the Cowboys. Um, 
part of me thinks, you know, like if you look at this game, like, okay, well, they can go in fresh against the Cowboys, but this gives a really good Dallas team a lot more time to prep for the Giants. Dallas is just coming off of camp. They're not coming off of a game or a road trip. How do you, uh, like, what are your thoughts on this game and the Giants' chances of of beating a team that has owned them recently? Yeah, I, I think this is going to be um, their best chance in a while to beat beat them. You know, it's going to be weird to see the Cowboys without Ezekiel. I'll start with that. Um, you know, I, you know, I think Dak Prescott. The questions about him, I think it's very legitimate to have questions about him right now. The way he played last year, um, you know, more interceptions than ever. Um, Tony Pollard also is coming off surgery that he had in late January. Uh, it wasn't ACL, but it, it, it's still it's still a surgery. Um, his, his first time really being that they're number one back. Um, so I, I think this is a game that the Giants, given where we're going to go right after this and start describing the schedule from here, they need to win. Um, yeah. And I think they, they can win. Uh, I agree with all of that. It's a hugely important game for week one um, for many reasons. Uh, it's not a soft opener, as they say, you know, uh, right. with, no, you know, no, if you're no. opening a Broadway show or a concert tour, this isn't uh, Bruce Springsteen playing a show in Des Moines before he comes and, uh, you know, play Chicago or something like that. This is right into it. And um, so, okay, so we'll do win loss. Do, do the Giants win the game? And I'll write this down as we go. Okay, I got, I got a W. Okay, no no need to go. We did, we did some made up scores on the on our picks post. If you want to check it out, nj.com slash Giants. I'll also cautiously pick a win there. The Giants then go out west to the Cardinals on Sunday, September 17th. Um, normal afternoon, Sunday afternoon game. So not really short rest per se, but a, you know, a few hours shorter rest, I guess, because they play on a Sunday night. The Cardinals are atrocious. Like they, Giants cannot lose this game. I think they can. I see. I oh wow. Given Kyler Murray going to be back, um, I think that changes the equation a lot for the Cardinals. Um, I don't think the Giants should lose this game, but I think they can lose this game. Yes, I do. Um, uh, you know, Kyler Murray is the type of guy who can who can take over a game um, if he's right. So. Um, I, I, I'm going to pick the Giants to win, but I think they can lose this game. <laughs> For sure. And in your initial pick here, you had the Cardinals winning by one, um, which, you know, people are going to, you know, yell and scream about that all they want. But let, let, let's remember, like, these games on paper, uh, very rarely does a team win every game it's supposed to win and lose every game it's supposed to lose. Like, the Giants last year uh, obviously won a lot of games they weren't supposed to win. But, uh, you know, you think about Packers, Ravens, all those games early right. in the season when they got off to a hot start. The, the, the ultimate team to, to me last year in that category, Giants were one and then the Seahawks were the other. I, I, I'll just say it right out loud. I, I thought they were going to be a disaster. They had Geno Smith, at quarterback. Uh, I thought it was their least talented roster and, and the Pete, Pete Carroll era uh, ended up. You know, I went back and when I was analyzing the draft this year, went back and like looked at people's opinions of the Seahawks 2022 draft and people were just trashing it. Uh, it ended up, they had the, maybe the best draft of any team in the NFL last year. They had six rookies contributed and they, you know, they made it to the postseason. and the giants firsthand saw how good they were when they went to Seattle and lost to them. 
So, and, uh, yeah, so th- there, there's going to be teams on here, too, that, you know, are going to be better than, you know, maybe we th- maybe we think right now, you know, so. Absolutely. And like, you know, the Giants are going to lose a game, at least that they're supposed to win. And they're going to, you know, and they're going to probably maybe win a game that they're not supposed to win. But so we'll go. We're both starting two and zero there. And then this is so this is a weird little schedule quirk. We hear about teams and Joe Judge really like to do this to stay like staying out west. So say the card, say the Giants have the Cardinals on one Sunday and the Niners on the next. They they probably would have maybe would have stayed out west for the whole week. Um, Now it's like an absolute no brainer because they go. Sunday, September 17th at the Cardinals, as we mentioned, and then Thursday, September 21st at the Niners. So they're obviously going to stay out West. My guess is that they would practice on Monday and Tuesday in Arizona and then go Wednesday to uh, suburban San Jose where the Niners play. Uh, You know, if just if only for continuity and the fact that there's probably more places to just practice um, in the Arizona area, it just makes more sense. So if you are, uh, you know, Hey, if you've got a lot of disposable income or you're retired, this is a cool trip for a giant fan. You know, go out on a Saturday to Arizona, watch the game on Sunday, hang out wherever, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, wherever you want to split that between Arizona and, and, and Northern California, and then catch the game on uh, Thursday night in San Francisco, uh, and then do whatever you want. Go home on Friday or, or keep the party going. Maybe head up to wine country uh uh, and I guess uh, for the rest of that weekend, because uh, obviously the Giants aren't going to play that weekend. And so uh, nice weather time of year out in Northern California, right? In September, which they kind of have that weird reverse. Beautiful summer. Yeah, Beautiful. they have that um, summer in the fall. And it's still going to uh, be pretty warm in, in Arizona, but. Uh, yeah, but, it'll be very, it'll be, it'll be a great, you know, I it'll be a nice trip for anyone who wants to do that. But in terms of the game itself, oh, man, my goodness. I mean, I don't really, like, who cares if they're staying out there, whatever. Like, that's a brutal turnaround. It's a, it's a tough turnaround. Um, I, well, I just want to make this point. If you have some disposable income and you don't want to make that trip, I can have it. I have an address you can send it to. But <laughs> uh, but if you're going to use it on this, um, it, it is a really tough turnaround. Early, you know, I guess early in the season is probably better than later in the season for something like this, because you probably have more healthy guys. Uh, you know, the, the season hasn't, the attrition of the season hasn't set in yet. Uh, but in terms of this game, uh, you know, the, the, the 49ers have overall the more talented roster. I guess the question is who's going to be their quarterback is Brock Purdy going to be ready. Uh, we still don't know the answer to that. Uh, that's, that's the big question about, about this game. Um, and it's amazing we're saying, you know, if we thought about this a year ago, that we're saying, is Brock Purdy going to be ready? Is Mr. Irrelevant going to be ready for game three against the Giants? Uh, that that goes to your point of you never know what's going to happen in the course of an NFL season. Um, but I, I think, you know, the Niners, just their overall talent and the situation the, the, the Giants are in, uh, I, I like the Niners in this game. I do too. Um, you know, if the Giants somehow start three and zero, that would be just a, an unbelievably promising start to this season. Um, we both have them here starting two and one, with two and zero followed by the loss in San Francisco. Um, I could just as easily, I would be very surprised if they start zero and three. I could just as easily see one and two with a loss to Dallas. Um, but yeah, I, I the Niners game is a tough one. It's tough to forecast too, but obviously the Niners defense is 
ridiculous. So that then the Giants come back home and they have a, a little bit of extra rest because they don't play their week four game until a Monday night at home against Seattle on October the 2nd. Um, so they almost, they almost have a bye week. I mean, really, because you don't you don't start a practice week till till Thursday for a Monday game. So you're going to play on a Thursday. You, you do have to fly across country. You know, they're not going to get home till three in the morning. So, um, you know, Friday, but they'll, they'll get home Friday and be able to recover the whole weekend. Um, and, 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 you know, it, I don't know what, I guess they'll probably have them in on Monday uh, after that is what he usually does. Um, but you know, it's still a, a much lighter practice week and a lot of time to recover from that Niners game. For sure. Uh, three primetime games for the Giants in the first four and, and each variety there, a Sunday nighter, a Thursday nighter, and a Monday nighter. And so uh, the, we know the Giants went to Seattle last year and lost to to the great Geno Smith. And so Geno Smith returning, I, has he come back and played in MetLife Stadium as the starter for the Seahawks? I don't think so. I, I'd have to look that up, but... Um, obviously people don't really remember him necessarily as a giant starter trip back to MetLife. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously more as a jet starter, so whatever, but, um, I think, so will the giants win this game? Will they beat the Seahawks? Talk kind of a toss up game, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I think the, um, the Seahawks now we know have a lot of talent, uh, and, and Gino was incredible last year. Um, I think the giants win. Um, but a, a very, very tough game. I had it as a win initially. Um, and so since we're taking liberties to make changes here, uh, I'm going to change it to a loss. Um, so all right, we've got two changes from one for me so far. Yeah. You swapped out the Arizona game. I swap, swap out the uh, Seattle game and then things start to kind of settle a little bit for the giants here. Yeah. Uh, the, um, week in terms of just like the weird schedule thingy um, week five is October 8th, a Sunday afternoon in Miami. So they stay on the East coast, go down on yeah, shorter rest, but kind of standard shorter rest uh, that you typically have always seen in the NFL for years, a Monday to Sunday. Uh, I haven't looked at what the other teams turnarounds are off these things. Like with the dolphins, um, obviously the Niners will have played the previous Sunday, uh, but anyway, um, the Dolphins are a lot more talented. A lot depends on Tua's health. Uh, well, I should say they're a lot more talented than they were. I'm not saying they're a lot more talented than the Giants. They probably are maybe a little more talented than the Giants. How do you see this game going? Yeah, I mean, it's if Tua is okay and not having concussion issues, which let's hope he doesn't uh, for his sake and for the Dolphins' sake because they're I think they're a fun team to watch when, when healthy. Um yeah, I, I like the Dolphins in this game. I, I just think they are more explosive than the Giants there, and they're they're at home. Um, and the Giants, uh, you know, this goes back to the the schedule itself, the wear and tear of a schedule itself. The Giants at this point will play three night games in four weeks. Um, so I just think this is a tough spot for the Giants to go on the road, and I like Miami in this one. I agree. I mean, the Dolphins are actually kind of a dumpster, not even kind of a dumpster fire franchise. Stephen Ross, absentee owner. I mean, my gosh, they they tampered. They lost their first round pick. They're just like, you know, they haven't like won anything in forever. But, you know, you have to look at this in a vacuum. Like this Dolphins team is pretty darn talented. I think Mike McDaniel is a really good coach. And so 
and 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 then you and then you look at just the um the micro factors that you mentioned with coming off the the, the grind for the giants it's going to catch up to them i think here and i also have a loss there which is what i had initially then then the giants go to um then then it becomes more of a sunday routine here a sunday to sunday so after a sunday october the 8th in miami the giants will go sunday october the 15th in week 6 to Buffalo for a Sunday night game that will be, man, the crowd is going to be well oiled in Buffalo for that one. Um, presumably a nice weather, uh, nice weather up there in Buffalo, still in the middle of October, all day to party for people. A lot of Giants fans, I'm sure, will make the trip. I mean, a homecoming on multiple levels for Brian Dable, who grew up in Buffalo and who obviously was the Bills' offensive coordinator before he took this Giants job, uh, just is going to be a, a really emotional game on so many levels, and uh, it will be, a, am sure, a frenzied environment up there. And the Bills, oh, by the way, are really good. <laughs> what do you think about this one? Well, I'm just going to offer my, my fun fact that I wrote in today's paper that former Bills coach Marv Levy is the oldest living NFL Hall of Famer at 97. Man, I was gonna stop you there so I could guess his age, and I would not have guessed ninety-seven. I was putting ninety-four in my head. Well, he, this is why though he's also a vegetarian. Is he? That's the I did not know that. And, and a Leo. <laughs> How long is he? De- what, what, what's the deal with that? Has he been a vegetarian? Was he a vegetarian when he was a coach, or no? There's a story I, I read uh, in, in doing this intense research on Marv Levy that apparently he was, he was hunting a small game with his brother when he was young and didn't like the idea of killing these fine wow. young, for killing this bird that he described as being perfectly, woke up perfectly happy just like I did. Um, that influenced him. I don't know if it's true or not, but but I like the story. So, so. <laughs> I saw Mark Levy in the press box in Buffalo a few years ago during a Jet game, and you know he was still looking, you know, good for his age, moving around. And ninety-seven, God bless Marv Levy, great coach. Um, and so, but and, and having said that, I like the Bills. Uh, oh, we didn't even pick the game. Yeah, uh, I, I like the Bills a lot in this one. I, I think this could game could be ugly for the Giants. Um, you know, I think. I, I know Sean, Sean McDermott a little bit because I covered him in Philadelphia when he was a secondary coach. Very intense man. And I, I know Brian Dable is going to want to go to Buffalo and win. He's from Buffalo, as you said. Um, not, he's from the Buffalo area, basically. He's from Canada, but he was in, you know, around Buffalo his whole uh, young life, and he coached there. But I just think Sean McDermott is going to want to beat his, his – Not in, a, in this case, he's not really his mentor because – it's hard to be a mentor when he's already dealt uh, coached with Bill Belichick, but his former, his former uh, employee, I guess you could say he's going to want to beat Brian Dable. Yeah. By the he's way, got- Levy, it will be 98 when that game happens. Cause he turns 98 in August. Uh, born in 1925. My gosh. So uh, the bills are going to win the game at the end. Okay. So uh, bills win. So that drop, we both have a giants loss there. And uh, I think that's. Yeah, I'm gonna go back and give one more fun fact here. Yeah, yeah. On, on an old coach who's now deceased, but during John Don Schuler's 26 seasons as their head coach, the Dolphins went to the playoffs 16 times, Super Bowl four times, won two of them, only had a losing record twice. Mm. In 27 seasons since, they've gone to the playoffs eight times, had a losing record 11 times, 
Um, and they were 17 and 14 in the postseason under Shula and are three and eight since with their last playoff victory coming in 2000. Um, only the Lions have a longer playoff drought. Playoff wow. Longer. Playoff victory drought, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Victory drought, yeah. Um, so, wow. Some more fun. Give, I'll, I'll give some more fun facts as we go along here. Here we go. So, uh, so at this point, I have the Giants at two and four with four straight losses, uh, and you have the Giants at, at three and three with a two straight losses. So that makes, on multiple levels, the um, October twenty second Sunday afternoon Week Seven home game against the Commanders. Giants on maybe a little bit shorter rest coming off the Sunday night game. That makes that game just massive. I mean, because if you're talking about hypothetically uh, with the way I have this unfolding, a Giants team dropping to two and five with a fifth straight loss, or in your case, three and four with a third straight loss, that is panic time. Yeah, Panic time for a team that uh, has very uh, lofty expectations compared to what most people thought they'd be at. Uh, it would be a brutal loss to lose to Washington at home in this spot. Well, this is this is this is away now, right? Or no, this, this is home. Is the, this is the home game because so this is where the league schedule was wrong. Okay. Uh, well, I, I, this I, is I, where people got I the impression. Fixing it up, fixing yeah. it up my in my thing here. Yeah, that. week seven is versus the Commanders, not at the Commanders, and that's where people got misled by incorrect information that was out okay. there. They're home now. I'm going to have to fix that when I go back in. Um, actually, I can do it right now. Um, so, um, you know, the, I, I think the Commanders are a better team than people realize. Um, the, but this is a game the Giants know they're going to need to win, and I think they will win it. And I'll, I'll just draw up my fun fact about the Commanders here. They, they've used 12 different starting quarterbacks since Kirk Cousins left after the <laughs> 2017 season and a big oh reason God. and the big reason I like the Giants here is because their quarterback right now is Sam Howell who's got one career start under his belt and that, I think it was the last game of last season um you know if the Giants want to be this fierce defense um that they claim to be this is where you beat up the quarterback and you win the game that way um so so they have had uh, sorry, I, I kind of laughed over a little bit. So it was it's since when did Kirk Cousins leave? The end of 2017, right? Yeah, that's right. So that's 18, 19, 21. Two, so that's five years, right? They've had 12 yeah. starters in five years. Yeah. Yeah. And and Howell was one of those, correct? He started one game, yes. Okay, so it's not like it's going to be 13. But uh, nonetheless, Giants have to win. I think they will win. Uh, right. And I think that goes with that point. You want to talk a big game about how good this Giants defense is. By the way, it wasn't that good last year. Um, people like, you know, I think are just, I don't understand. <laughs> like, look at the metrics. They weren't that good. Some things well, I would say yeah. that. Well, maybe I'm overstating my, my, cause I just, I push back, I t- you know, against this narrative. Um, I don't know. Uh, it just, it seems people get caught up in these narratives and they, and they ignore the, the facts. They, they they were pretty good. At, they were very good at pressuring the quarterback, but they should be. They blitz more than anybody else, right? Uh, but but they weren't very good at finishing uh, against the quarterback. Uh, 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 finishing with sacks. I mean, they were they were not that high in that category. They were middle of the pack, um, you know. So 
And, you know, which is, you know, basically Joe Shane has admitted by, by his actions this off season that they were horrible against the run. Um, 27th in the league and in three games against the Eagles just got completely destroyed on the ground, you know? So that's, that's the fact of the matter. Gotta be better there. And well, and then plus like, you know, Washington has a pretty strong defensive front. This is a game maybe the Giants will, you know, they need their defense to step up and win a low-scoring game. Um, I don't know. I oddly picked a very high Giants score for that one initially. Uh, I don't know why I did that. But bottom line is I have a Giants win that moves them in my fake pretend thing here to three and four. You have them at four and three. As the schedule turns to the midpoint, um, in a really fascinating week eight, it's a Giants home game, obviously, but there'll be Jet fans there. Sunday, the October the the 29th against the Jets. So this is, if I'm, my math is correct, this is the, it is, the Giants first 1 p.m. to 1 p.m., turn like an afternoon to afternoon turnaround from a Sunday to Sunday. So at this point in the schedule. <laughs> yep, that's crazy, isn't it? So they, yeah, they'll go from a, a Sunday night to a Sunday afternoon. Then they go from a Sunday afternoon to a Thursday night, then a Thursday night to a Monday night, which is like we said, a lot extra layoff. Then the Monday night short turnaround to a Sunday afternoon, then the Sunday afternoon. Um, and they, it's a longer, they get longer rest because they go Sunday afternoon in Miami to Monday to Sunday night in Buffalo. So a little bit, a few hours extra rest. And then they, they tighten it up again with the Sunday night in Buffalo to Sunday afternoon in Washington. Um, so yes, they, they benefit from the irregularities a little bit there, but um, this is the true one week turnaround, 1 PM Washington home, 1 PM jets home game, man, this will be a really uh, a f- like, I can't remember like the last time a jets giant game would have this much juice. No. It, well, here's, I can read. This isn't my fun facts, but this is, this is my blurb about this game. Giants and Jets has only made the playoffs in the same season five times. Hmm. And they've only played each other once in those seasons. One time when they both made the playoffs. The Jets won that game 26 to 21 at Giants Stadium in 1981. Um, that's the only time they did. The, the Giants lead the all time series eight to six. Um, and my fun fact about this. I, I don't know why I've always obsessed. I, I always loved when the Jets were home against the Giants at Giants Stadium, it, but the Jets were one in three as the home team against the Giants at Giants Stadium. Hmm. Uh, so this is, uh, yeah, obviously we all know that these two teams only play once every four years, and so it's in 2019 the Giants won, in 2015 the Giants, excuse me, in 2019 the Jets won, and in 2015 the Jets also won. Um, before that, the Giants had won five straight games from 96 to 11. Uh, so the f- 2015 win was the Jets' first in the series since 93. So um, none of that has any bearing on this game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is ridiculous. But while we're on the subject mm-hmm. of the Jets, I'll give one more fun factor about an old coach. Uh, since, since Pete Carroll, his first head coaching job was with the Jets, as we all remember. Uh, since going six and ten in his first ten as a head coach with the Jets in 1994, Pete Carroll's two sixty four and one thirty two in head coaching stints with the Patriots, USC, and the Seahawks. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Apparently, maybe maybe the Jets should have kept him. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
Anyway, so what do we got in this game? I'm going to let you pick this one first. I am. I think the Jets are going to kill them. I think the Jets will destroy them in this game. Uh, All right, and I'm going to go the opposite. I think the Giants win this game. I, I like. I don't. I, you know New York better than I do. You've been in the market a lot longer, but I just don't think the Giants are going to give up very many of their tickets to Jets fans. I think this is going to be an overwhelming Giants stadium. Um, you know, and the Giants fans are going to want to win this game bad, and that place is going to be crazy, and I can't wait to watch that game. <laughs> that will be a really fun game. I just, um, you know, I've got to pick, like, one kind of surprising one here. And, like, the Jets crushing the Giants in this game would be, um, it would be, like, something, like, probably, a, un- it would be surprising, unexpected. Um, so I'll go with that, whatever. Um, so I have them now at the Giants at three and five with a loss to the Jets and really mm-hmm. shuffling. And I got them at five and three, right? You have them at five and three. Um, and they're, you know, at this point, I have them scuffling, you know, five, five losses in the past six games. Um, and really kind of trying to get things back on track as they start a road gauntlet. Uh, Sunday, no, in week nine, Sunday, November the 5th an afternoon game in Vegas uh, against the team they should beat. And they probably, I mean, I have this point in my, my thing, they have to beat. Um, it's the first of three on the road. Like we said, they opened seven of 11 on the road. Will they beat the Raiders? Uh, it's a tougher game to think because there's going to be obviously an emotional game against the Jets. Um and I, I, I like I like Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback a lot. Um, I, I think he's a lot better quarterback than he gets credit for. Uh, he might not be the guy to win the big game for you, but he's going to win some big games for you. So I think I think with Garoppolo, they're better than they were with Derek Carr. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to re- reverse course here and, and pick the Vegas Raiders to win this game. Um, I just I just like that. And I'll give you my little fun fact on the on the on the Raiders. Uh, Josh McDaniels was 163 with three Super Bowl titles and offensive coordinator in New England, and he's 17 as a head 17 and 28 as a head coach in Denver and Las Vegas. Not uh, good. Uh, I have this. So if you just look at the like I, I kind of based a little bit of this off these PFF power rankings coming out of the draft because they usually know what they're talking about and as they look at the league as a whole, um, I obviously in my situation here, they have the giants have to win this game. So you have a loss, you change it up. So you have a loss. Now the jobs drops the giants to uh, five and four. I'm going to have them winning this game to improve to four and five to, to really at this point, you know, in many ways would save their season. If you, I rank the games here from easiest to hardest. Right. To me, the uh, I went the the five easiest, and we'll get to a couple more of these. The five easiest, starting with the easiest, are versus Rams at Cardin. Oh, ver- sorry, that was a stupid ad. Uh, versus Rams at Cardinals, at Raiders, uh, versus Commanders, and at Saints. So I have this game being their third easiest game. So by that virtue of that, they should win the game. Uh, yeah. And it's, and it's funny you got the Rams in there because we're only a year removed from them winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> so unbelievable! They won the Super Bowl after the 2021 season. Yeah, and, right, and right. now they're tanking. Right. And they're also presumably going to have a healthy Aaron Donald lining up in front of a rookie. Uh, 
you know, not, I know uh, we'll get to that game in a little bit, but um, yeah, I mean, this the Raiders game is a game the Giants need to win for sure. Uh, this is an interesting thing too. The, the Raiders have had two winning seasons in the last twenty years. Believe it or not. Oh my gosh! And when you think about that franchise. When you think about that franchise and how good they were, um, you know, just when baby the team of the nineties, um, you know, that's that's just awful. Really bad. Um, and I, you know, I don't think that that at that point in the season, I think the Raiders will be scuffling. It's not like it's going to be a, a crazy home environment. I don't think people in Vegas are turning out to watch a mediocre Ra- Raiders team. So I don't think it's going to be one of those where it's a tough road setting for the Giants. So obviously it's far away. It's a long trip, but um, I'm actually interested to see what that, what the Raiders look like in Vegas. <laughs> I remember going to the, when they were in Oakland going to the Coliseum, the Oakland Alameda Coliseum or whatever they called it at the time. And Ray Ratto, who was one of my favorite writers from the San Francisco Chronicle at the time saying, yes, here, here in uh, Oakland on it's Halloween every Sunday. <laughs> because there's just so many freaky people walking around that place. <laughs> yeah, I'd be interested to see what the what their crowd is like. Um, obviously, the stadium's a lot nicer than a possum and sewage infested dump. Uh, low bar there, but uh, they they have that beautiful stadium in in Vegas now. Um, and you know, Vegas is always fun. So the Giants then turn around and have to go to Dallas. This is this this week ten game in Dallas. November the 12th, a Sunday afternoon, critical on so many levels, just in terms of the, the, the pivot point in the schedule, a division game. If they, if they can get it and they can win it, he would be an enormous win for the Giants. Um, again, I, the, the stat here about how much the, uh, the, they have been owned by the Cowboys, I had it somewhere in here. Um, Entering 2023, the Giants are five and 17 against Dallas since the Giants' most recent Super Bowl title. So, the Eagles have owned the Giants. The Cowboys have owned the Giants. Will the Giants break through and win this game in Dallas in Week Ten? Yeah, the Giants have also lost six straight, nine out of ten at AT and T Stadium. Their last win was in 2016, with Eli connecting with Victor Cruz for a fourth quarter touchdown, 2019 game to win 2019. Um, under Tom Coughlin, they were the, the, the Giants were uh, four and three at AT and T Stadium. Now they're one and nine since he left. Uh, wow! Um, if if you hate the Cowboys, here's a fun fact about them: they're five and twelve in the playoffs since they last won their super last Super Bowl in 1996, January 1996. But anyway, um, I like the Cowboys in this game. Um, you know, if the Giants win that game opening day. I just still think this is a really tough place to play. Um, you know, we're going to have a good good feel at this point in the season what what each of these teams are all about and what they're like. Um, you know, the, the Giants went down there on Thanksgiving last year as a really banged up team, and that was one of their more impressive games, I thought, because they hung in there. Uh, we're, we're right there at halftime. Eventually they got worn down. Um, but I thought that game last year in Dallas showed a, a lot of told a lot of the character of the Giants had and, and it, which I think came back to um, help them when they got crushed by the Eagles one week and then went down to DC the you know, land over the next 
week and beat the commanders in a game they had to win. Uh, but I just here I like the Cowboys um, in Dallas. Got to go with the Cowboys. Same. Yep, I have the, this the loss here dropping the Giants to four and six. You have the loss dropping them to five and five, and then they finish out the road gauntlet, the third straight road game and seventh in eleven games uh, in week eleven. Uh, again, this team doesn't have a bye week to week thirteen. <laughs> like uh, week eleven, Sunday afternoon. One o'clock for now, uh, November 19th in Washington. Uh, this is the one where I picked it as a win on paper before. And now we did full transparency here, by the way. You and I did our picks, our game-by-game picks, before the order of the schedule was put out, okay, just so we could get them out quickly. Because, like, let's be honest, the opponent matters probably more than the order of the game. But this is one, to me, where – the order of the game and the fact that it's the third straight road game for the Giants, the 7th and 11, the 11th straight game overall, is where things could begin to catch up with the Giants. And they could lose, and they're on the road, right, as I mentioned two seconds ago. They could, uh, this is one where they could stub their toe, where I didn't initially think they would if this game was in a friendlier spot. Yeah, I still think they go down here and win. Um, the Giants are 5-2 and two at FedEx Field. Um their last seven. Um, and that's where they pulled off, as we just talked about, one of their biggest victories of the season a year ago. Um, I, I, I just think the Giants, the Giants win here. And unless they figure, unless the commanders can figure out a way to have somebody besides Sam Howell as their quarterback. Um, again, I, you know, if, if the Giants are going to be an elite defense, and I do think they proved, I think Joe Shane improved the defense um, this offseason. Uh, and I and even more than that, I, I think that Kayvon Thibodeau is going to be a better player. He, and that night, uh, last year in D.C. or against the Commanders, he was that was his, by far his best game of the season. He's perhaps single handedly won that game for them, uh, almost single handedly won that game for them. Um, Sam Howe, the Giants defense, Giants win this game, and I'll just give you my. One other fun fact about the Commanders, they're 164, 220, and two ties, and one and just two playoff, and have won just two off two playoff games during Daniel Snyder's 24 seasons as the owner. Holy cow! And that is about to come to an end. Fortunately for Commanders fans, they're getting him the heck out of there. Um, I think the Giants win this game. I have them so uh, you know, it's just they. Again, they have to. you got to beat Sam Howell if you consider yourself a legit defense. For all the Giants' struggles against the Cowboys and Eagles, they've been pretty good against Washington lately. So I have a win improving the Giants to 5-6. and six. You have a win improving them to 6-5. and five. And then they go back home to play in Week 12 at home against the Patriots, uh, November the 26th, Sunday afternoon game. Bill Belichick uh, against Brian Dable, mentor, protege, protege, mentor there. And the Patriots, not what they once were. We all know that um, this is the Giants. This is the Giants last game before their bye week. And they, uh, you know, presuming they don't look ahead to the bye week and just kind of slow down to the finish line. I think this, this is a uh, very winnable home game. Um, I agree. Although I, you know, you just never know what uh, this, this, we'll go back to what we talked about earlier about, you know, one of those teams that you just don't think is going to be very good uh, or just an average team. 
you can never say that about the Patriots. You just never know. Uh, they've obviously addressed the dysfunction of the offensive coordinator position they had last year by bringing, bringing in Bill O'Brien. Um, that was a disaster last year for them. Um, but even in a disaster, what, what did the, what did the, did the um, Patriots go last year? The disastrous season. They were still an eight and nine team. Um, so I, I, you know, I think the giants are going to win this game, but I, um, I, I don't think it's going to be easy. Uh, but I do think they'll win this game. And I'll, I'll give you my little bit of fun facts here. Um, Giants are – obviously, everybody knows they they won those two Super Bowls. But in their last seven regular season games against the Patriots, they're one and six. Um, and the Patriots – this is this one's – I like this one a lot. The Patriots are 46 and 15 in the regular season against the Giants and Jets since 1996. But one and three in the postseason. <laughs> wow! Uh, of course, the Super Bowl wins, and then the Jets beating them in the 2010 AFC divisional round game, which was the last time the Jets won a playoff game. And um, you know, we talk about since Tom Brady left, Patriots aren't the same, and they aren't. Um, the last uh, here's what they you know here's what they did Brady's last four years. They won. This is what back when they had a 16 game schedule. So they went 14 and two and won the Super Bowl. They went 13 and three. And lost the Super Bowl. They went eleven and five and won the Super Bowl. They went twelve and four and lost in the wild card round. And then since Brady left, they've gone seven and nine. They've gone ten and seven and lost a wild card game. And they've gone eight and nine. So by their standards, not up to snuff. But I mean, considering who they've had a quarterback, Cam Newton and Mac Jones for the most part, right? And Bailey Zappi in there a little bit. Obviously, that just goes to show like Bill Belichick's still a really good coach. And and obviously a misstep last year with the Joe Judge, Matt Patricia duo is leading their offense uh obviously a clear um upgrade with bill o'brien this year this is a game that the giants could uh, you picked them to lose right you think they're going to lose you change uh, well i think they're going to win this game you have I, okay. i'm going to change my mind here I, I picked them to lose i think in the in the you did but i'll pick them to win here okay so that means you have the giants a seven and five and a change there uh I'm not going to change. I'll, I'll, I'll pick the. I had the Giants winning. I will keep a Giants win there, which puts them at six and six in my book. Then the week thirteen buy. Finally, the Giants get their buy. That that works out. Hey, to Got to give my buy fun fact first. Yeah, <laughs> the Giants last week they won. A, they beat Houston after the bye week, uh, improved to seven and two. So it was obviously Brian Dable's first game after a bye as a head coach. Uh, but since he entered the NFL as an assistant with the Patriots in 2000, Dable's teams have gone 25 and seven after a bye week. Alabama also went two and zero after a bye week and a bye month uh, when he was the offensive coordinator in 2017. So overall, after buys, Brian Dable's teams are 27 and seven. Pretty good, um, and they'll come out of the bye week and get uh, an extra day because they play the Packers on a Monday night, December the 11th in week 14. Uh, the Jordan Love led Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers. Now with the Jets, uh, very winnable home game, all things considered, considering all the rest factors. Will the Giants win it? To me, this if I was grading the games, this, was, this would be the number one easiest game to me. You know, I I, I – and, and this is um, 
this is my one of the things I wrote about was the the, the page or the Packers went six and ten, I think, in in uh, Aaron Rodgers' first year. Oh, that was something else I wrote about. But I expect more of the same from Jordan Love. He's not just going to come in and and you know be this great quarterback replacing a legend. There's going to be pressure of the replacing legend. Um, I'm not sure how great the, the the Packers were anyway. They they had a losing record last year with Aaron Rodgers. So so you know I I I think this this might be the easiest pick of the year where the Giants win in this one. I had it as the sixth easiest game again. I kind of base this a lot off of the power rankings, but um, I dropped it low, low behind the at commanders and behind versus Patriots. Anyway, I think the giants will win the game that has them at seven and six in my book. And um, you have them now at eight and five. Uh, so then, so this is where things kind of start to, to chill out a little bit, starting with, and I really think week 12 Patriots winnable home game. Granted it's their 12th straight game. Um, uh, then they go bye week, and then they get a beatable Packers team on the on the extra rest with a Monday game, week fourteen. Then week fifteen, it's a short turnaround, and it's usually a tough place to play in New Orleans. I don't think the Saints are going to be very good this year. They're considered probably in the bottom quarter of the league right now. That's that's a Sunday, uh, December the seventeenth. So Christmas time down in down in the Crescent City, um, one o'clock. Well, noon local, by the way, if you're going to time your night before partying, you better, you know, those games come early in New Orleans uh, and week 15 Giants at Saints. I, uh, I think they're going to Giants will win this game. I think that this is, you know, a, a very winnable road trip for a team that's no longer young, no longer rebuilding. And if you consider yourself no longer young and maybe no longer fully rebuilding and you think you're a contender, this is a road game you got to win. It is, um, you know, I'm not a huge Derek Carr fan. That's a, that's their quarterback now. Um, I, I think that combined with my little fun fact here, Saints only had four losing seasons in 15 years under Peyton. They only had seven winning seasons in the 39 years before Peyton's arrival. Um, so, so he was a big difference maker there. Um, I again, I think the Giants' defense should come up big in this game. I could see the Giants scoring some points in this game. I think, unfortunately for the people in New Orleans, the Saints are back to being the Saints they were in the seventies and eighties um, and and nineties before the, the before Sean Payton at Saints, um, and they're going to have to figure out a way to to change that. Uh, but I, I like the Giants here. So you you have a Giants win that moves them to nine and five. I have a Giants win that moves them to eight and six, and we both have this being the Giants' fourth straight victory um, after the loss in Dallas in Week Ten. So a rally here for the Giants from four and six in my book to now eight and six, and from five and five in your book here to nine and five, and so that the playoff push in our fake little made up simulation here that we're simulating in our very computer-like brains. Uh, the playoff push is on. And the playoff push then continues um, into a massive Week 16 Christmas Day, late afternoon, Monday, 4.30 p.m. game in Philadelphia. A little bit of extra rest there for the Giants, obviously going Sunday to Monday. Um, get your Christmas Pun leads ready, I guess. 
for your <laughs> for your game stories. Huge game on Fox. I don't know what what I have paid very little attention to the other games on the schedule. What how many games are being held on Christmas Day this year in the NFL? I think it's just one. It's just the that's the only game? I think there's so. No, yeah. There's no later game? No, I don't think so. I think it's just the one game. Oh, okay. Um, you know, and let's double check that. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and look that up right now. It should be easy enough to find. But typically, no, it's three. Okay, it's one of three. Okay, that's so that's week sixteen, and so yes, so he. Uh, sorry, I'm getting a little sidetracked on that. There it is, right there. The Giants, Eagles, four thirty. Raiders, Chiefs at one, and Ravens, Niners at eight fifteen. So the NFL is going right up against the NBA, which has typically owned Christmas Day. And uh, you'd think on a Monday they'd do maybe a Monday night game or a Monday night doubleheader, like a early and a late. They're also throwing you the 1 o'clock Raiders-Chiefs game. Um, so the NFL will stop at nothing to completely dominate every aspect of your life and suck and you he, dry every penny. about that is the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, uh, that's their big day every year. Yeah. Um, honestly, I uh, – Quite frankly, would not be watching any sports on Christmas Day if uh, if uh, if I was not covering a game that would have been occupied by uh, kids watching Christmas Story on loop or something like that and laughing at the uh, you know various hijinks in that movie. Um, and and but look, I mean, a couple of these games could be good. I don't think Raiders Chiefs is going to be very good, but Ravens Niners could be good, and certainly uh, will Giants Eagles be good or will it be another SmackDown? Uh, I think it could be a good game. I think the Eagles win it. Um, they've just absolutely uh, dominated the the Giants at, at the link. They've won 10, 10 in a row there. Uh, the last time the Giants won there, they didn't even get a touchdown. They relied on five field goals from Josh Brown. Um, you know, so... <laughs> I'll give you my one fun fact here, and this this goes into a debate I often had about uh, would you would you rather be this team or that team? So the Eagles, uh, since two thousand, are two hundred and sixteen, one fifty one, and two. They've won ten division titles and fifteen playoff appearances, um, and are seventeen and fourteen in the postseason. One Super Bowl title and three Super Bowl appearances. The Giants in that same span are one seventy seven, one ninety two, and one. With four division titles, nine playoff appearances, eleven and seven in the postseason, they've won two Super Bowls and also made three Super Bowl appearances. Which team, which team would you rather be a, a fan of in terms of having what they accomplished? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, um, it's 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 one of those things. The Mar- the Marlins are always the the great example because uh, they they'd only been to the playoffs twice ever. They still have never won a division title, but they've won two World Series. And when you're in Philadelphia and they've won the same amount of World Series as the Phillies, you're like, but would you rather be the Marlins? Right, exactly. I don't think you would, but um, no. in this case, would you rather be the Giants? I mean, they're they're 15 games under 500 since 2000, and the Eagles are 66 games or 65 games over. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which I'd rather be. Yeah, nope. which which trumps it. Um, the Giants have had a lot of lows, obviously a lot of really bad lows and some some two, huge highs there. Um, and so entering the season, the Giants. Uh, so Philly entering the season, 
is 25 and six against the Giants since the first meeting of 2008. That concluded a three-game winning streak in the with the Giants in the series. So, I mean, to win 25 of the last 31, counting the playoff beat town 38 to seven last year, the Eagles have just completely dominated the Giants. I don't think this will be as bad of a loss. I actually picked the Eagles to only win this game by one point. Um, you initially yeah. had the Eagles winning by 12. Uh, so uh, yeah. with I a think, loss, I think the I think we both think the Eagles are going to win this one for sure. Will it Will it be close? Um, twelve, I, I think twelve I, is not I, close. I think it will be close because I don't think I, I don't think the Eagles are quite as good as they were last year. Although that a lot of it will depend on players like Jordan Davis and the Kobe Dean whether they step up. Um, you know, is Jalen Carter what they they think he is as a um, cornerback, I mean, as a defensive lineman, I mean, if if they're young guys who they're going to count on a lot produce, they could be as good as last year, but it's hard to say that they're going to be, uh, you know, and then Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham are a year older. Uh, so they have some questions to fill. I think offensively, they're still going to be a very good team. Uh, even though they lost Miles Sanders, uh, I think they've, you know, replaced him well enough with, with Penny and, uh, and then um, Swift. Um, so I, I think they're still going to be really good, but maybe not quite as good. And I think the Giants are a little bit better. So I do think it's going to be a close game, but I got the Eagles winning this one. Agreed. The gap has been closed, but not, it has not been closed enough. Um, so, you know, th- at this point I have the Giants at nine and, uh, eight, and seven, six, eight and seven, right? Yeah, I messed that up. So I have the Giants at eight and seven, correct? And I got it. You at nine and six. So eight and seven and nine and six with two games to go. This is a situation where things could swing either way. Now, remember, the Giants last year got the sixth seed in the NFC, the six out of seven seeds, uh, while going nine, seven, and one, nine and a half wins, uh, which means they have to, like, if you get to 10 wins, you're getting in the playoffs. Um, And so. The Rams game here, week 17, I have it as the easiest game on their schedule. The Rams obviously have Aaron Aaron Donald. They have a very competent quarterback in Matthew Stafford. They have pretty much nothing else. They are, through, you know, tanking because they went all in and won that Super Bowl. Like, honestly, they're like a sneaky bad team. Like, if they hadn't won that Super Bowl, people would be, like, up in arms. They have, first of all, they have no fans, right? Like, so this is not like a real, you know, fan base. It's not like the Chargers, per se, but, I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> It's, it's, it's a fickle fan group. People are not going to be up in arms about them. They've been – yes, they won the Super Bowl. We get it. Like, and that was – otherwise, they've been mismanaged. And so they've wasted Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's like a Mount Rushmore defensive player. They haven't done jack squat with him other than the one – again, it's hard to say other than the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl. Okay. But- I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a little story about the Rams. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was a huge Rams fan. This is in the uh, – John Hadle, James Brooks. We probably don't even remember John Hadle or James Brooks. Um, no. Lawrence McCutcheon, um, era of the Rams. Fred Dreyer. Um, I, I became a Rams fan because when, when I was young, the Eagles were so bad uh, as a, when I was a kid that they were never on TV, and they were always going like three and eleven or four and. Four and ten, or you know, it was only fourteen game schedule. So I became a Rams fan. Uh, they never got any good. By the time I stopped being a Rams fan, they finally got to the Super Bowl with Vince Ferragamo as their quarterback. Um, 
<laughs> my fun fact about the Rams is are they the only team to win a championship rep- representing three different cities. Can you name the cities? Well, St. Louis and L.A., of course. Uh, where where was they? Maybe in like the 20s, were they the Chicago Rams? They were not. Uh, but it was a long time ago. Um, it was a long time ago. So it would have been, uh, where would the team have been? Um, Philadelphia, Philadelphia. No, they were, they started in Cleveland from 1937 to 1945. So a short stint and they won a championship then. They won a championship in Cleveland and their last year in Cleveland, they went nine and one and won the championship under a coach named Walsh, Adam James Walsh. <laughs> um, I did not know that they, okay. So they Cleveland from 37 to 45, Los Angeles from 46 to, uh, wow. All the way up to 94 and then St. Louis 95. Yeah. Well, Rams story is what long after I was a Rams fan, but the Rams had were moving to St. Louis from LA. <laughs> I was in this place called the New Missouri Bar and Grill after a Phillies game and hanging on the walls a picture of a shirt with a big uh, photograph of uh, Georgia Frontier, who was the owner. She had been Carol Rosenblum, the Rams owner's wife, but he had he was deceased. And it, it had a picture of her and it, they'd moved to St. Louis. Not quite yet, but they were. And there was a big picture and it said, Ram Bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> um the weird weird franchise um 45 they won in 51 in la uh then 99 they won the super bowl and then 2021 they won the super bowl so they have four championships two super bowls and they've moved around a a bunch as we said two different stints in la it's just weird just a weird we're ever in the dome in st louis no i've never been there no I've never been to St. Louis, actually. You're you're a fortunate fortunate man on both fronts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you don't want to eat a pizza on a saltine cracker, like (laughs) they they love their toasted raviolis. Um, I I have some good friends in St. Louis, but um, the 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 RCA dome, which it was at the time, just was just a. And then I think it became the T whatever, but it was just this loud place. Uh, not, yeah. not, not a good place. And just, you, you'd have a headache when you left there. Um, it just was, and it was a lot of loud because it wasn't necessarily that the fans were so loud. It was there, this artificial noise that would just drive you crazy. Oh, okay. I mean, that's like the Superdome, obviously St. Louis is like nothing compared to new Orleans, obviously as a quality of city. Uh, I think I can say that pretty safely, uh, but you know the Superdome is Superdome, not a particularly nice place. Really loud. Uh, I don't think it's artificial noise, but um, that kind of reminds me of you saying that. And so the Giants, um, we got to wrap this up actually because we have like two minutes to go on our recording. Because we <laughs> so right. we got to do this quick. Let's say win or loss here, Giants. Uh, there. You have a win. Yeah. Okay, so you have a win. Then real quick, because we don't want to get cut off, but uh, the last game, will the Giants win against the Eagles in the regular season finale, yes or no? I'm going to say it's an L, um, but the game may not mean anything, but I'm going to give it an L. Okay, so that means that I have the Giants finishing 9-8. and eight. Uh, You have the Giants finishing 10-7, and seven, and I think we both think they make the playoffs. We got one minute left, and we're going to say goodbye 
by just uh, give me in ten seconds. How far will the Giants go in the playoffs? I got. I'm. I have them bowing out in the wild card round this year. I think they're going to end up on the road again, and I don't, I, I don't see them winning two straight. Okay, great. I have them losing in the uh, divisional round. And sorry we had to end this quickly. I guess there's a limit on this uh, podcast platform, but be sure to rate, review, like, subscribe, uh, and then we'll go to nj.com slash Giants. Thanks, everybody. That's where we leave things. We'll be back with you at some point during spring practices, and uh, have a great uh, rest of your day. Take care.